You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Savian! Welcome in, the SportsJourney.com radio network back on the air as we get ready for the 49ers game this weekend. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast. Welcome on in. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, We will go out to Ashburn in just a couple of minutes. We'll hear from Ron Rivera, but we got some uh, NBA and NHL news to talk about as well. Don't forget, as always, you can find us at Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, wherever fine podcasts or so we appreciate you downloading us all right let's get it started we got to go on the ice to start today because we got us some news Pierre Lebrun of the athletic he is one of the deans of the hockey writers of the nhl and of the international hockey world you want to know what's going on you follow pierre on twitter and it looks like we have got us not just some, some divisions for this year, but it looks like we've got, a, if not a firm starting date, uh, pretty close to one. So here's the deal. Uh, because of travel restrictions, it looks like it's going to be strictly, you're strictly going to play in division uh, this year for the NHL. 56-game season should begin The hope right now is January 13th, some of the training camps opening as early as New Year's Day. So we could see the Capitals on the ice New Year's Day or January 2nd getting ready for the puck drop on this season. Now, since you're only going to play division games this year, there's going to be four of them. And wouldn't it be great if just for this year they brought back the old, what, Patrick, Adams, Smythe and Norris divisions? I mean, that that would be so cool. The Capitals division will have these teams in it. Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, the Islanders, the Rangers, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh. Be a pretty tough division. Um, and But also, that, that that's going to be a hell of a schedule. A lot of fun to watch. The uh, other division out here in the east would be Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. And then in the West, Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas with the Canadian teams all in a division by themselves. So kind of sucks for Toronto and Montreal having to go out West. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Again, nothing is finalized, uh, but again, they're hoping that things will begin on January 13th. And, yeah, the season beginning on January 13th, training camps starting sometime around New Year's Day. Of course, the NBA has already started training camp, and we've already got drama in Houston. If you didn't hear, and yep, it's another Woj bomb. Uh, ESPN reporting, courtesy of Woj and Tim McMahon, that James Harden not only indicated to the Rockets... For training camp, he wanted to be traded, traded to Philadelphia, but he came up with some other teams 
that he would be okay with as well. Uh, he said that the Brooklyn Nets would be okay. Also said that he would be open to a trade to Milwaukee and the Bucks. Now, that one I don't really get. I mean, on paper, yeah, it's terrific, but we're not playing fantasy basketball here. There's been a, a little bit of tea between him and him and Giannis. Um, you know, some comments that uh, Harden made at the at the All-Star game a few years ago and whatnot. Now, again, if those two could get along, yeah, it makes perfect sense. But I don't know. That one, that one I don't see happening. Meantime, nobody's sure in Houston exactly when James Harden will be able to practice because uh, he kind of he didn't follow the protocols and stuff. So he, uh, he's got to have six straight negative tests in order just to show up at practice, whether he, you know, winds up starting the season with the Rockets or not. So fluid situation out there in Houston. You got to wonder what John Wall's thinking, kind of, uh, you know, walking into that situation there. Time to go out to Ashburn, see what's going on. It is the first real work day of the week. I guess it's Monday night. It's a little bit of a, a shorter week, although players were in yesterday. I was wrong about that. There just wasn't any media availability, and they really didn't do a, a full practice. But today is the first day that they really start putting the game plan together for uh, San Francisco this weekend. So. We talked with Coach Ron Rivera earlier today. Lots of different topics. First up, we wanted to know, what is the deal with Antonio Gibson and that turf toe? Well, it, it, it is concerning. And, and we'll see how it, you know, how, how it plays out in the next uh, two days and see how he is. Um, but it is complicated for a running back because, you know, it, it, he's got a plant cut and turn. And, you know, and, and I think the big toe, you know, that's where his power and, and and the energy that he runs with comes up. So, you know, we're, we're hoping for the best. He's had a couple of good days with the trainer, so we'll see how he is tomorrow morning. Yeah, that could be a problem. The You know, you look at that roster, there are, there are three running backs on this team, and that's it. you got a couple of practice squad guys, but it was – they had cast their lot with the trio of, of Gibson, Barber, and McKissick. Um Something tells me you got to get somebody ready to go just for an emergency situation. If God forbid something happens to both Barbara and McKissick uh, Sunday, so uh, clearly if Gibson isn't able to go, um, somebody is going to have to step up from the practice squad. Who's that going to be? We're not sure. You know, obviously Bryce Love is on injured reserve for the rest of the year, so they are going to have to do something. Uh, we also asked him about Antonio Gandy-Golden, who has been hurt most of the year, but has been looking good last couple of weeks on scout team as well. Well, see, that's you're exactly right. And that, that's the thing. You know, we got to watch him and continue to put him in situations. Right now, he's doing some scout team stuff, and he looked right. He really did. You know, that, that, that big, sleek body out there moving and going fast, uh, that was pretty exciting. And, you know, now, you know, as we start going through this week, and unfortunately, it's a short week, we'll have to – Probably wait till next week to really get a good look at him and incorporate him in some of the things that we're doing on the offense. But right now, it's getting his feet wet, getting back into football shape, uh, and trying to get mentally in football shape as to what we're doing and how we're doing it. 
slightly uncomfortable with some of the with the, some of the descriptions that were very used earlier today. I'm only kidding. Rihanna Walker, our good friend from the Athletic, had a really really good question today about keeping this wave of good feelings on the field going. As we all know, the Washington football team is 5-7. and seven. It is technically in second place in the division behind the Giants because the Giants own the tiebreaker. However, when you're on a roll like this, uh, you always think it is going to last for you and the other guys, uh, not so much. Now, again, we've talked about it before. Washington has a much easier schedule going forward. Giants have Arizona at home. Arizona is a desperate team on the road this weekend. However, and they're probably better than the Giants as well. San Francisco is just kind of middling in there. You know, the 49ers also 5-7. and seven. You looked at this game for, the, for Washington at the beginning of the year, and you said, well, yeah, no, this is, this is definitely going to be a loss. Hell, you looked at it three or four weeks ago, and you thought it's definitely going to be a loss. I don't think so now. I, I, I think it's a toss-up, and the fact that, that Washington's playing as well as it, as it is, this is a winnable game for the Burgundy and Gold. So what do you do if you're Ron Rivera to keep them from falling into that lull, starting to believe the press clippings? You heard him say, after, you heard him say uh, on, on Tuesday how they were going to have a talk about humility, which is why I'm, I'm not too worried about a lull from that standpoint. I really don't think they're going to lay an egg this weekend because of the fact that it's this kind of thing that I think Rivera's coaching style is tailor-made for. I, I, that's one of the things that I was concerned with this morning uh, or this when we first started practice. And, and I, I know you guys saw me. I huddled them up real quick beforehand. And it's a little something I learned from talking to John Madden, and that is after big wins, you can't pick up where you left off. You just can't. Because if you do, then you're going to miss the little details. So I told the guys we had to pay attention to the little things. We had to pay attention to the details and start from the bottom, prepare ourselves for this week's game. Um, you know, I told them, hey, congratulations on last week, but let's focus in on this week. We've got to get past it. Um, and that's what that honestly is what was one of my concerns, that we might have a little bit of a hangover, trying to get these guys past that, get them to understand, you know, that, hey, what we did, how we played Monday night, doesn't guarantee we're going to do it again this week. We've got to do just like we did the previous week. We've got to practice. We've got to prepare, get ourselves ready, go out, and go out and play. I think part of the reason you don't have to worry about that as much as you would with teams of the past is because of the guy under center. I think because I don't think Alex Smith is going to let that happen. Starting quarterback sets the tone on that. And I, I got a feeling that between Ron Rivera and Alex Smith, I think it's going to be all right. It's a young team, but it's got veteran leadership in some really key positions. Uh, one of those guys that's now a veteran, Jonathan Allen. If you didn't hear earlier today, Jonathan Allen was is now the team's nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award as well. And as you might imagine, Coach had some high praise for Jonathan. On the field, you see a guy that competes and gives it all he has and, 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 and does a nice job with his leadership role. You, you really do. Um, you know, he's learned, he's grown within our scheme, and he's playing some good football right now for us. Uh, off the field, you know, I know he has obviously a passion for the military, a lot like I do, because he grew up in the military. So he understands, you know, just how important it is to give back 
And that's the thing that I really appreciate. You know, I was fortunate enough to have played with Walter Payton and know him off the field as well. I mean, on the field, he was a tremendous teammate. But off the field, Walter was very generous, very giving his time, and, and dove into things. And so when I see players that, that emulate what he does, um, you know, it's kind of cool. It really is. I mean, I've been fortunate to have, you know, Thomas Davis, who was the Walter Payton Man of the Year one year, um, because of who he is. And, and, and so when you look at guys like Jonathan, you, you know why, you know, he, he's, he's our, our representative, you know, and, 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 and I, I know we've had some really good ones here in the last couple of years. So I'm just proud of the fact that we have guys that give back to our community. And finally, last, uh, we're going to hear from uh, Coach Ron today. Real interesting conversation that we got into with him about the walkthroughs between COVID protocols, the shuffled weeks, the short work weeks, things like that. It's the team has made these these walkthrough practices work. And we asked and again, I have to give credit to Rhiannon on this one. We asked Rivera, what is it about walkthroughs? What's the secret to making walkthroughs work, giving you an advantage going into Sunday? When things are slowed down, you can see things develop. Now, you have to make sure, you know, as you're going through it, that the picture that's being given by the by the show team is good so that the guys can see it. You know, let's say we're running a running play. And, 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 and you know, so it, it's one of our outside plays. And as, as we go through it, you know, our guys have got to see what could potentially happen. Like if there's going to be a guy running through, how do we, how do we come off of this one block to get this block? So those are the little details that you can see better when you, when you slow the tempo down. You know, it's not necessarily a walkthrough as much as we've slowed the tempo down to where we can see these things better. And then what happens is it culminates at the end of the week. We, we you know, we, we put the helmets and the shells on and we go full speed and we got an up tempo. Now we're seeing it at game speed. We're getting the timing down for the for the receivers, the DBs, for the quarterbacks, for the linebackers. You know, now we're we're showing the 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 the, the blocking scheme. Uh, for the defensive line, uh, the offensive line. Now they're getting a chance to see, you know, how these things will go at 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 up tempo at, at games or as close as we can at game speed. So, you know, what we try to do is try to give a chance to really mentally get into the game. But the thing we're also doing really is we're really trying to take care of the bodies this time of year, and have them play and feel like they're fresher, and and so that you know. Um, we, we don't have guys going into to, to, to the weekend going, oh, you know, my hip's still bothering or my hamstring is, you know, tight. We're, we're, we've done this. I've done it in the past in Carolina um, where at the end of the year, we've, we've tried to take care of these guys and, and it's, it's paid off. So hopefully we can continue to get that and see what happens. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Stan and Scott. All right, making the clock on the wall. Tell us we got to get on out of here. Enjoy Thursday Night Football tonight. Football Friday edition tomorrow as we get you set for a huge game on Sunday out in the desert. See you then. Until then, however, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, wear white.